Hello, everyone. My name is Brendan Moore. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And welcome to A Thousand Generations. Presented by Dave Sterner's They Were Not My Star Wars Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the virgin birth of Anakin. Now, I've talked about this before, so bear with me. Now, before we begin, let's clarify terms. On multiple occasions, I've heard people say that Anakin was immaculately conceived. That is the wrong term. Immaculate conception is often incorrectly said to be how Jesus came to be. The actual response is that Jesus was a virgin birth, according to Catholic theology. The Immaculate Conception is not referring to Jesus at all. We're referring to Mary. Immaculate Conception is the idea that Mary was born, conceived and born without the stain of original sin. That's Immaculate Conception, not Virgin Birth. They are not the same thing. So just wanted to get that out of the way. Thus, Anakin is the result of a virgin birth. Though, to be fair, I mean, it doesn't matter, but we don't know if Shmi was a virgin, but... That's beside the point. That's beside the point. The concept of adding to the lore of Star Wars fascinates me. Now, I remember... I believe, even from the trailer of The Phantom Menace, Mace Windu says, you refer to the prophecy that the one will bring balance to the Force. You believe it's this boy? That line's in the trailer. And I remember hearing that line. And I remember immediately, I think my mind latched onto it. And I went, wow, that's quite interesting. And I can tell you, I liked that idea from day one, and I still love it. To this day, I love the idea that Anakin Skywalker was more than just any Jedi He was a Jedi of prophecy. A chosen one who would bring balance to the Force. And we know he did, but the fun part is... The fun part of this whole thing is the idea that he went to the dark side. He failed, but then he came back. 
and fulfilled his destiny. That, to me, is amazing. It's the idea that he fulfilled the prophecy in a way that was not expected. And now, the question of did he bring balance to the Force? Yes. In The Rise of Skywalker, when Rey finally communes with the voices of all the previous Jedi, Anakin says to her, Restore the balance, Rey, as I did. What? There's, there's two things from that line. And we'll just touch on this really briefly. It's yes, Anakin brought balance. But also, it seems to suggest that balance is not a one-time thing. I think because of the time in which Anakin was born, when there was great imbalance because of the dark side operating from the shadows, this is why the Force itself created such a being as Anakin. It was time. Now, the prophecy itself. In the novel, Master and Apprentice, we get the full prophecy. And the line is, and through him, ultimate balance will be restored. It does not say by the Chosen One, but through him. Ray is an extension of the legacy of Anakin Skywalker. Now, I don't think that Ray defeating Palpatine is the end-all deal of balance in the Force. But after Anakin restored the balance, and according to Luke, there was balance for many years. But then all heck broke loose. And the balance was knocked out of whack again. And the Jedi were no more, except for Luke, but he cut himself off from the Force. Lor Santeca said, without the Jedi, there could be no balance in the Force. He said, I've traveled too far and seen too much to ignore the, uh, the despair in the galaxy. He saw that the balance was out of whack. And so the force itself awoke in Ray, in Finn, in Janna, in others to combat the dark. So yes, Anakin did restore the balance, but Ray had to restore it again. I got a little bit sidetracked there. So, regardless, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll discuss the virgin birth of Anakin. Okay, we are back. 
Now, the idea of Anakin being basically a demigod, at the Force, we look at as a deity. And Shmi, of course, is a mortal woman. This is an extension of the idea of the demigod. The idea of a being from classical mythology. One parent is a god and the other is a mortal. Now, one of the people that we look to immediately is Zeus. Zeus, in Greek mythology, had a lot of kids. A lot of kids. And a lot of those kids were through mortal women. Not, as, not always human women, because sometimes they're well, often they're nymphs and such. Uh, among his children are Hercules and Perseus. Or in Greek, Heracles and Perseus. And, you know, the list just goes on from there. Now, there's others who are not children of Zeus, but like Theseus and Achilles, who nonetheless, one parent is a god and the other is not. This is a common appearance in Hindu mythology, Norse mythology, Celtic mythology, Greek mythology. You know, this is a big um, you know, Maui from Maori mythology or Gilgamesh or even to Jesus Christ. Now, bear with me here. I think that in that sense Jesus whether you believe in him or not, as the Son of God, is nonetheless similar to these demigods from classical mythology. His father is God. His mother is a mortal woman named Mary. Also, by the way, Chinese mythology and Hindu mythology also have demigods. Now, when we heard, when I heard, that Anakin was conceived without a father by the force itself, at least Qui-Gon thinks so. And that's part of the prophecy. It says, born of no father. The, 
the immediately the thought is Jesus. That it's a parallel to Jesus. And yeah, I, I think that that may have been the intention. But in keeping with the fact that Star Wars is a modern day myth, using motifs in from ancient mythology, and even modern mythology, Anakin thus is a demigod, and that fits. That fits into the mythology of Star Wars, of the lore. Now, I know that not all fans like the idea, but I love it. I absolutely love the idea that Anakin is a, is a Jedi Messiah of some sort. Being conceived by the power of the Force is very, very interesting. You know, possibly conceived by the midichlorians. Yes, I used that word. But we'll just say conceived by the power of the Force. I think it adds a whole nother layer. And I think Star Wars. The saga as a whole would be not as great as it is without that detail. That is a controversial point of view, but I absolutely believe it. If that were to be taken away, Star Wars would lose its greatness. I mean, obviously, the original trilogy would still be great no matter what. But adding this detail in The Phantom Menace, which I love, by the way, or like, Adding this detail to me just makes Star Wars all that much greater. Okay, so those are my thoughts on the virgin birth of Anakin and on Anakin being the chosen one. And how it connects to classical mythology, as well as what it means for the balance. There's so much more we could say, but those are my thoughts. Let me know what you think. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in to A Thousand Generations presented by Page Turners. They were not. May the Force be with you.